Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. What's better than this? Nothing. Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your host, Chris Schubert, floating around holding this football. He's a producer. We're brought to you by Bet Online. We're from the Draft Network. Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports wagering information and news. They've got it all uh, Major League Baseball, football's futures, NBA, golf, combat sports, esports, in game betting, props. It's so fun. Check it out. Super easy to use website. You can check it out on your desktop or your mobile device. Sign up today. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus Number one. on your first deposit when you use our promo code BLEAV50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. It's bet online, and it's where the, where game, the starts. game starts. Kyle, happy National Watermelon Day to you. Watermelon, not a fan. I'm going to be honest. You don't like cucumbers or watermelon? No, they're pretty mid. Water-based wow. fruits are not it for me. Mm. Watermelon, bottom-tier fruit. Oh, Chris, my Jeez. my colleague, Chris Schubert. Bravo. I don't even yeah, know where to go from here. It's um, Tom now, Brady's birthday The seeds, well. you got to eat around the seeds and stuff. Today. It's a mess. Top it's tier sticky. Top-tier flavor, bottom-tier fruit. Yeah, the flavor in is other good. things other than the actual right. origin. Like a watermelon sorbet. Fantastic. You got, I, I got to now, I got to have, yeah, I got to have the food in my hand. It's sticky. Jolly Rancher. It's, fantastic. Just a mess. I don't uninterested. Uninterested. Sorry, Joe. Happy uh, National Watermelon Day to you as well. Thank you. Also, Tom Brady turns uh, forty-five today. So, oh, is that it? That's all. Only forty-five. Pri- He's entering the prime of his career, right? <laughs> Forty freaking five, man. Go play some golf, bro. All right. No, no, I'm good with it. Just don't come back to the AFC. What if he comes your- back to the Dolphins? We'll, we'll cross that bridge. Owner player, the Miami Dolphins. Owner player. Thomas. He's going to go for the Michael Jordan, Mario Lemieux thing. We'll see. It's time. It's time. Is that a copyright violation, Chris? Can we do that? <laughs> I think you're imitating somebody. I think you're fine. I don't know if he has can, copyrights on. Can we say time. his name or is that would that invoke the copyright? Well, I always confuse which buffer it is, so I don't want to go down <laughs> it's that It's Bruce, right? My like dad's I name said, is Bruce. My dad's name is Bruce, so we'll just... I'm just going to say it's Bruce. Uh, let's get ready, though. Okay, uh, Mock Draft 1.0, Draft Dudes. Draft Dudes, August edition. 1 through 16. Based, pick- on, based on the playoffpredictors.com order... Uh, even though we have not repicked the games for the Cleveland Browns based on mm. the revelation on Monday. Although, let's be fair, the NFL, you know, we're based on when we're recording this, as of the time of this recording, the NFL has not made a decision on whether or not it's going to dispute mm. the six-game suspension for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. So uh, if that happens, maybe we can have a conversation. But for the meantime, we're rolling. We got to plug and play. And let's be honest, Cleveland doesn't have a first-round pick anyway. So, okay. 
shall we? Who's doing odds and who's doing evens? I don't it's know. A great, it's a great Chris, that's a you decision. Real oh, quick man. though, Chris, are there are there trades that we need to be be mindful of here? Like you said, Kyle, the Browns don't have first round picks, so that belongs to the Texans, right? Correct. Just keeping that in mind. Are there are trades? there are five picks that already do not belong to their original team All right. in the twenty twenty three first round. Is I'm nuts. Trying, I'm trying to very quickly look through the sixteen picks that we are picking today. You have the Browns at thirteen. And I think yep. that's it. Everybody else has their first round pick here in this one. It's like San Francisco, New Orleans, yeah. uh, the those Rams. Are all, those are all tomorrow. That's oh, all tomorrow. Make sure we're good in there. Yeah, you're fine. All right. I don't care. You want to do odds? It's up to Chris. Okay. Chris is the producer it. of the show. I want him to take the reins here. Joe is going to do odds. Kyle is going to do evens. All Very right. Good. You going to do the noise? Yeah, I... I we want to officially open the draft. Well, I mean, that's kind of what we do around here, yeah. Dun 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 dun. The Houston Texans are now on the clock with the first overall pick in the draft dudes August 2022-2023 NFL mock draft. Go ahead. Man, this feels this feels good. This feels good. We're back. <laughs> this feels We're good. back. Oh boy. Um, okay, so here's the deal. This is what's tough. Houston Texans, if they picking, if they're picking number one, uh, Davis Mills ain't it, right? And they don't have a quarterback. But I'm not sure we have a bona fide number one overall pick quarterback. I do feel like we have that on the defensive side of the football. Will Anderson, the edge out of Alabama, the number one pick in the draft to the Texans. We got another pick here at 13. We can consider a trade up to get a quarterback, something like that. But at number one, we cannot pass up on Will Anderson. This is the proper choice. I'm sorry. We we watched Will Anderson tape at the beginning of this week, and what a freak. Nice. <laughs> uh, I think I don't know if it's an official nickname or not, but the Terminator, like I've seen credited to him, and he's just uh, unload whatever artillery you have. He's going to keep moving forward. He's an unstoppable force. What a delight to watch. And for a team like Houston who's not ready for competitiveness in the playoff picture, take your time, get the rest of your infrastructure right. Um, does anybody want to trade? <laughs> <laughs> I have the Bears at two. And I did the mock on Monday, and I obviously gave them a, a left tackle at three, so I'm not above picking an offensive tackle here at two as well. But there's quarterbacks, there's an elite interior defensive lineman that's available i would feel very dirty to just pick an offensive tackle and i feel even more dirty to pick another defensive player at the expense of justin fields all right the new york giants would like to offer you a trade the Ooh, owners of the number five joe marino is gonna make a, a virtual trade in Hell a mock yeah, I am. all right we're gonna offer you five our first round pick next year and our second round pick this year to go from five done. to two. done Done. From five to two? Are you kidding me? I'm going to yeah. get the same player. Done. Well, it's a good trade for both. The, I mean, you think about the trade with uh, the Colts and the Colts and Jets, right? It was three second round picks. Yes. All right. I'm offering me one next year, my two this year, right? Like that gets it done. And we're coming up for a quarterback. His name is Will Levis. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> Let's go. He plays at Kentucky and, um, I, I, uh, man, just a special talent in terms of what you're looking for from a size, athleticism, arm talent perspective. I can't believe looks, he did it. 
Looks a lot like Josh Allen, that guy I watched in Buffalo. Uh, his head coach, Brian Dable, GM, Joe Shane, he had a front row seat to this guy. They bet on those traits. Will Levis is wired the right way. He's got all the tools in the world. Uh, what he did last year as a first-year starter with, let's face it, not much else besides Wondell Robinson in terms of the skill positions. I thought he showcased himself very, very well, and these are the, the traits worth betting on. Give me Will, Le- Will Levis to be the guy that Shane and Dable hitched their wagon to oh. and uh, bring the New York Giants forward. I am so happy, but you know, I did get some feedback on the mock on Monday that the Will Levis hype was wild oh. and out of control, to which I say, watch the tape. Watch him against Louisville. Watch him against Tennessee. Watch him against Iowa. Iowa, yeah. I even went through and watched. I watched uh, to make sure I watched the Florida game and the Mississippi State game over the weekend. And the Florida, the Florida game was an ugly game, but not because of Will. I'll take it. I'll roll with it. All right, Joe, you're on the clock again. You oh. get the first three picks. <laughs> you get the first three. I get the next three. So, all right. So the Falcons here at number three, and um, yeah, if they're it. picking three, then their quarterback situation isn't right at all. And yeah, look, Jalen Carter's an absolute stud, but I, I think this is the time now where the Falcons should pull the trigger on the quarterback. Uh, they've been building up some of their offensive infrastructure, another offseason worth of that, whether it's um, free agent acquisitions, more young players through the draft. I think that if they don't pick it, then they're going to be in trouble, assuming Arthur Smith is back. We're going C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback, um, a guy that – has all the tools as well, not quite as gifted as a Levis, but certainly a player that a little cleaner at times last year on tape. Not that we need to sit here and compare the two, but C.J. Stroud has a lot of the makings of what you're looking for in a franchise quarterback, and the Falcons at three it would need to really think hard about pulling the trigger here. All that goodwill up in smoke. Didn't pick Jalen Carter. It's on the board for Jacksonville if you want him. That's fine, and that's exactly where we're going to go. We're going to pick the best player available which is Jalen Carter. Hey, remember that whole uh, Taven Bryan experiment that happened there for a minute in Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you, you can get a real disruptor inside. And, you, I mean, you think about what this overhaul Jacksonville front has the chance to look like with Trayvon Walker and Jalen Carter as a pieces, piece of the puzzle. And then, obviously, Josh Allen. Uh, that's a very exciting combination. And for that reason, I'm going to make that pick for Jacksonville. I'm strictly picking best player available. They they have invested around um, Trevor Lawrence. They gave him some help. I think we can give him more reinforcements this upcoming offseason, uh, but we don't need to uh, surpass an elite prospect in my mind based off what we know about him right now. So we're going to make Jalen Carter the pick at number four for Jacksonville, which brings Chicago back on the board, trading down from number two at number five, and we're going to sprint the same card in. We probably would have turned in if we were picking a two. <laughs> to be honest, we're picking offensive tackle Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern. This was the man that replaced Rayshon Slater when Rayshon Slater had the uh, the year in which he sat out, and um, he was excellent in that season and, and an accomplished player. Uh, I think he... It looks as though he's put some weight onto his frame versus when he first got on campus there. And, of course, he's he's right there in Chicago's backyard. And Chicago will know this this player better than anybody else out there. And for Justin Fields, obviously, the, we, we didn't pick him to win too many games in this exercise. And because of that, they were picking two. 
Uh, the trade back to five, you get an extra two this year. You get a one next year. You, you actually get a chance to have some ammunition and build around Justin Fields. And I'm really excited about that opportunity. So Peter Skaronsky, I'm going to get Justin Fields a left tackle instead of doing uh, what? Now they now they signed Riley Reef, and now he's going to play left tackle when you had these two rookies from last year and a rookie this year who were all in contention to play offensive tackle for you. And Riley Reef's going to come in as, um, let's just say, an older less effective version of what he used to be as an NFL player. It's it's a troublesome mix. And Skaronsky can give us a stabilizing factor there. Seattle on the clock at number six now. And uh, this is where things get a little interesting for me. I could go with a quarterback. They need one. Mm-hmm. Do I go in a different direction? Here's where I struggle. Seattle's, they have two big-armed quarterbacks, and they have these players that win down the field on the outside and lock it and Metcalf, and they want to run the ball. Can Bryce Young be that player in a run-heavy offense? I don't know that I have a, a strong conviction one way or another. So I look at the rest of of the available talent. Is there anybody that I absolutely have to have for this roster over Bryce Young? Could pick a corner. But this team traded away Russ Wilson, right? And they did so in the spirit of a transition. And because of that, I will give them Bryce Young, the last of the big three quarterbacks. Uh, I like that it's a run-heavy offense. Uh, I like that Bryce has some mobility, uh, but you're going to have to shore up this offensive line in a big way to to make sure that he can be an effective NFL player. But I think Seattle is a, a team with their identity that can mesh with Bryce, and now you can strike while the iron is hot. You get a quarterback in your lap here at number six. All right, I got the New York Jets here at number seven. And look, I know that there should, there's always going to be this conversation about continuing to build around – Zach Wilson, but I don't know that adding more young players is going to be the way to do that at this point, right? Like at this, it's probably going to be wise to start adding more veteran talent around him. And I know that they did that with a couple of the tight ends that they brought in this year, but my biggest concern with the New York jets right now is the interior of their defensive line. I love Quinn and Williams, but they need more. And there's a player here in Brian breezy out of Clemson that I think compare with Quinn and Williams to give them a really, really formidable pair of tackles, guys that can be really disruptive playing alongside each other. They want to be a penetration style defense. I mean, pairing these two guys with Jermaine Johnson on the edge, and you've got a really, really strong nucleus of defensive linemen to take your defense forward. How are we feeling, Chris? We're still friends. Joe, we're more than friends. We're, we're, we're doing great right now. It's a great pick. Okay. Although I, I will admit my early hot take for 2023 is that the Jets do not select in the first round. Ooh, well, you know what? You know, now, you're get, now you're getting crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know what would be crazy? It'd be crazy if you didn't have a Sonos Ray sitting on your mantle. Flat should describe your TV screen, not your TV sound. Experience your entertainment like never before with the new Sonos Ray. This compact and easy-to-use soundbar puts you at the center of shows, movies, games, and more with crisp highs and precisely balanced bass. Breeze through setup with the help from the Sonos app. You can even use your own remote control. And when the TV is off, stream music, radio, draft dudes, and audiobooks from all your favorite services. 
Visit Sonos.com to learn more. So I have the Panthers at eight. Three quarterbacks gone. <laughs> David Tepper is furious. Um, can you help me, Joe? I sure can. Um, so you could pick an offensive weapon. You could maybe justify a corner. You could pick a pass rusher. Any if I if I just told you those were kind of where my list starts. Do you think I'm on the right track here? Yeah, and I think I mean you. To me, I'm I'm looking hard at that pass rusher situation. Um, Gross Mato's kind of a. I think he's okay. Yeah, I think sturdy he's sturdy player, but ceiling hasn't, hasn't light switch hadn't come on yet. Right. I just feel like that's a that's a position of their team. You know, they were thinking about Carlos Dunlap. Like I think that's a player that would make a lot of sense. I mean, uh, running mate for Shaq Thompson. All right. All right. All right. All right. I got it. 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 Right. We're gonna we're gonna keep it local though. Okay. With the eighth pick, the Carolina Panthers are drafting Miles Murphy, the defensive end from the University of Clemson. A little bit of an interesting foil to Brian Burns. A little bit more in line with what you were hoping you were getting with Yitro Grossmatos. And I think having players with similar physical attributes to complement one another isn't a bad thing. Murphy is very flexible, very long, very explosive, very dense. uh, Can play inside and outside. I think when you want to get in your pass rush situations and you want to take Derek Brown off the field, uh, you can potentially move Gross Matos inside to a three and Murphy outside of him with Burns on the other side or vice versa. And I think that gives you a really likable complement of skill sets for, for your edge group. And obviously Burns is a star. Draft Dude's alumni, Brian Burns. Star. But Murphy is a very, very impressive player that I think really moves the needle with the quarterback run having taken place in front of you and not wanting to reach on that. I got the Washington Commanders here at number Come nine. On, guys. Washington Commanders. I have a ton of good receivers available, but I just, I mean, with McLaurin locked up, they just picked Dotson. Like, they got some young talent there that just can't go there. It's kind of a weird team to pick for. It is. It's not a whole lot of natural fits. I think you gave them a corner in your mock draft. I did. I believe Man, I gave him a corner from, from the Carolina region. Kendall Fuller playing opposite of him. See what St. Juice can do. That's the thing. If, if St. Juice becomes a player, then like you, you really don't need corner. Right. I mean, but, this this roster is not like set set where you just don't like pick the best players, right? Like, so I think you. I I think what's hard for me is I think I can make a case for so many guys right now. Good luck, bro. This is not easy. All right, what we're going to do here is we are simply going to pick the high like the highest rated player on the board and it's going to be Keely Ringo out of Georgia who I think fits well stylistically with what Ron Rivera has typically done on defense, long ball skills, physical and um like I said there's I I mean I can make a case for B John Robinson here. There there's a lot of players Keely Ringo's the highest rated player that I have at this point. Okay, so I have the Cardinals at 10. I'm glad you picked a corner because I'm sitting here looking at the Cardinals corner room. Are you familiar with the Cardinals corner room? <laughs> it's been a work in process. Are, are you years. familiar with the names? How many, if I asked you to name the top four corners on the Cardinals, how many could you get? 
Uh, Off the know. top of your head. Uh, Byron Murphy is a player to come in mind with. One. Uh, don't they always have Robert Alford? He's still on the team. Marco no. Wilson, they just drafted pretty high, yep. right? The guy who throws a shoe, yep. Um, the shoe guy. They. You could technically probably put Isaiah Simmons in this class right now since he's going to be playing Apex player. Tay Gowan? <laughs> no, Tay Gowan, they, they traded Tay Gowan. That's who they traded. So Marco Wilson, Byron Murphy. Bro, they're struggling. Antonio Hamilton, wow, Christian Matthew, garbage. Jace Whitaker, Josh Jackson. These aren't good players. Yeah, yeah. Case in point. Okay. So as much as I would love to pick Jordan Addison or Jackson Smith and Jigba right now, I'm going to draft Cam Smith and I'm not looking back. We need corners on this roster badly. You play in the NFC West. You got to deal with Debo Samuel. You got to deal with Cooper Cup. You got to deal with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And we're sitting out here rolling out Byron Murphy on the outside, even though he's a nickel player and Marco Wilson. Mm. No, Cam Smith. That's the pick period. Detroit lions here at number 11, Kyle. I'm not thinking twice about it. It was one of my favorite picks from your mock draft on Monday. We're going Noah Sewell. Wow. This early. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. They need they need this type of guy in the middle of the defense, man. They they got some guys defensive tackles and Michael Brockers and Aline McNeil and Levi and Wuzariki and Aiden's up front. I mean, you got some guys up front, but I, I think they're missing that quarterback of their defense. And and to me, Noah Sewell is that guy that can be that for them. So we're gonna go ahead and make him the pick here eleven. Mm. Mm. All right. So the Vikings at twelve. Uh we went over the stat. <sighs> on the Monday morning staff meeting at TDN. Minnesota's picked an offensive lineman in the first 100 picks every year since 2017. 2016, last time it hasn't happened. I'm really tempted to go get another player who can play inside here. Because um, I'm looking at the best available players to get some wide receivers. I don't really want to go that route. Is this too early for Michael Mayer? Maybe, maybe not. You could probably make the case for a corner. You got Eli Ricks and Koo Blue Kelly out here. Trenton Simpson wouldn't be a bad fit. I feel like you with Washington. Right. It's like I'm not I'm not committed enough any direction to we're gonna pick the best available player. And the best available player is for me, I think it's Eli Riggs. I'm going to pick Eli Riggs. No, 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 I'm not. Booth is going to make... I didn't hand the card to the commission, This guy's Chris. turned the card in. And no, I didn't. I pulled it back. back. I pulled it back. I pulled it back. I pulled it back. It's never been done in the history of the mock dress, but sure. No, we're picking Mayer, man. Mayer's a high-floor player. I know Irv Smith has his fans. But Mayer can be a plug-and-play starter at the tight end position for a team that wants to run the ball. And he gives you a perfect complement for what you have in the tight end room already and what you have with your running game. So because of that, I'm going to pick Mayer, and I'm going to bet on Andrew Booth to be the corner that the Vikings need him to be. Houston Texans here at number 13. Kyle, maybe this is going to be a surprising pick, but 
We're just going to get a good player. We're going to get a dynamic player for the Houston Texans. And his name is B. John Robinson. He's the pick here at number 13. Why they need playmakers, man. Why would they need you do playmakers. That Why would you do that to B. John? Because I'm controlling the Texans, and right now my focus is solely on the Houston Texans. I think that would be a, the it's type fine. of player. It's fine. The, I the mean, pa- the Patriots are glad that I, I pulled the card back for Ricks because they're going to pick Ricks here. <laughs> the Steelers are furious. 14. Yeah, well, <laughs> sucks to suck. Um, I don't know if you've seen the corner room in New England, but it uh, looks a lot different than it did 12 months ago when it had Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson in the room. Mm-hmm. Those guys aren't here anymore. And you're going to need a physical stud if you want to continue to play the aggressive style of play that you need or and you have historically played with this Patriots defense. So therefore, Eli Ricks corner from Alabama is my pick for the Patriots at 14. So I got the Steelers here at number 15. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. It just wouldn't, it would not be good. I was going to sit here and give him Jordan Addison and do like this Kenny pick at the Jordan Addison thing. Oh, but it's like, okay, is, Jordan Addison's not even the best receiver available right now. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. And, um, what I should do for Kenny Pickett is, is, is invest in this offensive line. You know, I, I, I think that's going to be the best thing that they can do where they have some developing Jaylen young Duncan? players. Uh, no, we're going to, we're actually going to go with Paris Johnson, the offensive yes. tackle from, uh, Ohio state. Ohio state. Um, looked okay at guard. I think he's going to have a good year at tackle and really kind of cement himself. Like the hype right now is a little bit more than what the tape reveals, but I think he's got the tools to be a really good left tackle this year, get a little bit stronger. And that's what I'm kind of counting on here. And I think the most meaningful thing that Pittsburgh can do is build up this offensive line. And, and Paris Johnson is the, the, the toolsiest guy at this point that I think would make sense. Bullet dodged. The Raiders were sweating it. They pick at 16. They're picking Andrew Voorhees offensive lineman from SC. And you said invest in the offensive line. And these knuckles got real white over here. I'm holding on to the edge of my seat saying, please don't do it. Don't take my guy. When you think about how physical, remember when the Raiders interior offensive line was at their heyday, they had incognito and Rodney Hudson and Gabe Jackson and all these big belly bumpers who just move people off the point nonstop. They don't have that anymore. It's pretty ugly right now. Hopefully, uh, Dylan Parham can help stem the tide. But I'll tell you, putting Voorhees at left guard is going to do a lot to help change the physicality of the Raiders' offensive front, and that's why he's the pick at 16. That's it, right? That's it. That's it. Try to swim you with Jalen Duncan. Yeah, I was just throwing anything out there in case you would grab it and not take my guy. But uh, thankfully, it didn't have to come to that. That is going to do it for the first half of our first mock draft of the season, our August mock draft. We are going to do the rest on tomorrow, Thursday. So plan accordingly. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Thanks to our friends at Battle Online for their continued support of the show. Thanks for listening in to the Draft Dudes August mock draft. We hope to see you tomorrow for half number two. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.